Hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to Unpacking Potato, the podcast where I, Henny, the self-proclaimed potato, unpack a variety of different topics. This, it has been the longest week (laughs) and also the shortest week ever. I performed on Friday for the Valley Girls Dance Spring Show and my body has been so sore. My heart has been full but I had so much anxiety and nervous energy leading up to the show. Um, I had my very first solo this time around, and I was in two separate classes, which meant I was in six different numbers, and I had a lot of quick changes in between. So just a lot of like new, um, exciting challenges for me. So it was very nerve-wracking, but um, it went really well. I had so much fun. I had some amazing friends come and support and cheer (laughs) for me in the crowd, which was amazing. Um, My mom came and watched me for the first time live on stage, and that was incredible as well. So it's been a very packed weekend, and I had... um, I just had a really busy weekend. I saw lots of friends. I did a lot of socializations. Um, I also started acting class back up, um, which is very exciting. So to be honest, I don't have huge plans for today's episode, but I wanted to sit down anyway and chat a little bit about what I've been thinking about this week. Um, And that is my last week's episode. I talked about control and my tendency to prefer control and guilting and shaming myself over accepting that some things are outside of my control. So I said that in the episode and it's true. I definitely have that tendency and I have to let that go and I am working on it for sure. Um, But a lot of people responded to me and a lot of people, it really resonated with a lot of people and I started thinking more about it and I wanted to talk about it in a little bit more depth today. But before we get started, we will do our mindful moment. So if you can get into a comfortable position, whether that's lying down, sitting up, anything you would like. And we're going to start by bringing that attention to your face as usual. I'm going to start at our jaw, relax your jaw muscles, unclench your jaw, and take your tongue off the roof of your mouth so you can even further relax, and take your hands and you can massage in here, help with that tension. If your hands are busy because you are driving or something, then just pay attention to it. Do a little scan, see how it's feeling, just acknowledge it. If it's a little tight or tender, make a mental note to maybe massage it out a little bit or stretch it out later when you can. And we'll move that attention back up to our temples. Kind of same thing, if there's any tension there, acknowledge and pay attention to it. Breathe into it a bit. And now up our forehead. If your fingers are free, massage your forehead muscles. Lower your eyebrows and uncrinkle that forehead. (laughs) And bring your attention to your eyes. If you can close them, close them. And look up and down, side to side. Roll them around. If you have to have them open, look at something far away and focus for a little bit and then something close to you and kind of switch back and forth. Uh, 
And then we'll do our shoulders. We're going to bring our shoulders up to our ears and squeeze, 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 and relax. Once again, squeeze, 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 and relax. Roll those shoulders back. And we'll do our neck if you can, right ear to right shoulder. Stretch out that neck on the left side. And then the other side, left ear to left shoulder, stretch out the right side. And then chin to chest, if you can. Stretch out the back of your neck and then look up and back. And do like a head roll. Good. And then we'll do a deep breath in together. Hold. And out. Good job. So, like I mentioned, um, a lot of people resonated with what I said last week. And I wanted to just go into it a little bit further. Um, it was on my mind a ton <laughs> this whole entire week. And I just wanted to talk about the different things that came up for me. Um, I've been having lots of conversations with friends recently about the how they're coping with life. Um, whether that is their mental health, actually mostly about mental health. Um, some physical health stuff, but mainly mental health, their social, I guess, tendencies, like if they're like wanting to see friends, if they're hanging out, if they're too exhausted to socialize, like those types of things. Um, another thing that's been coming up in conversation is body image. Um, same for myself. I've been having some pretty, um, negative thoughts about my body recently, um, and a lot of my friends and people that I've talked to seem to agree. And a lot, the consensus seems to be like comparing our bodies to ourselves from before. So, you know, we, we talk about it a lot, you know, don't um, try to refrain from comparing yourself to other people, Instagram models, fitness influencers, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, there, yeah, that's one thing. Obviously don't do that because all those people are photoshopping and face tuning and getting all the right angles. And a lot of them, if they're celebrities, especially are being paid to work out and have full-time personal trainers and nutritionists and all these kinds of things and all this like financial help as well to look the way they do. Um, so that's like very prevalent in society's conversation with body image. Um, and I think it's more and more now that we talk about it, but definitely not as much is comparing ourselves to ourselves. <laughs> um, so whether that's like a past body, so like pre-pregnancy body, pre-pandemic body, pre-grad school, pre-university, um, how would I look like as a teenager? What I look like on my wedding day versus now? What I look like when I was doing fitness competitions? Like we compare ourselves to previous versions of ourselves, and um, often negatively, um, unless you, you know, 
are actively working on it, then great. That's awesome. Great. <laughs> that's where we want to be. Um, but yeah, often negatively we're thinking, oh my God, look where I was. Or for me, particularly, you know, summer is here in BC. Um, summer is approaching, I guess, and it's warmer weather. So I've pulled out my warmer clothing box because um, I try to only have the season um, that I'm currently in in my closet just to save space. So I pulled out the box from under the bed and I pulled out all of my old summer clothes. And these are summer clothes that I've had for probably four years um, plus. And four years ago, I was in a very differently shaped body than I am now. And the clothes that I wore fit very differently. So I, some of them I tried on and it kind of fit. Some of it, like I didn't even bother trying on. And a lot of these clothes I bought and kept hoping that I will fit back into them. They're pieces I really enjoy. Um, and I've come, I had to, this past week anyway, I've had to just kind of um, be like, I keep telling myself like I am not meant to fit my clothing my clothing is meant to fit me and this is you know a thing that's all over Instagram and it's very um like that message that's around more and more which is great but I definitely have a problem telling it to myself and especially because for me anyway I spent a lot of money on those clothing items and I remember like buying those things like for example I bought like some Levi's jeans um for the first time that weren't like thrifted I got them brand new and they weren't on sale and I got them at some boutique store and my friend was getting a similar pair and I felt inclined to get my own and I remember them being quite expensive and I've been keeping them for like the last three years and three years that they have not fit me and I finally was like okay no it's time for me to go get some new jeans I'm not gonna fit into these and I'm not gonna live in leggings there's nothing wrong with living in leggings but I was not wanting to buy the same type of jeans in a bigger size because it was like I don't know not I don't know I just didn't want to because I had it already but it doesn't fit me so anyway so a lot of people have been having these thoughts um I've had this discussion with like a number of my friends just in the last week alone. Um, a lot of it is to do with the seasons changing and I was just in a dance number, a dance show. Um, so, you know, people are looking for different costume ideas and outfits and whatever being on stage. So it's, it's very heightened um, in our mind. So I've had that conversation a lot. And something that I want to talk about is that guilt and shame part. And like, this is very Brené Brownie. <laughs> If you don't know who Brene Brown is, um, definitely go look her up. She's a PhD social worker who studies shame and is amazing. Um, if you know, then you know. But um, the shame and blame that we put on ourselves for not being where we used to be, and that applies to mental health, it applies to body image, it can apply to so many different things. Um, and not acknowledging that we've literally gone through a pandemic globally. Every single person in this entire world has gone through it. Um, everyone has experienced it a little bit differently. Some people have experienced more loss than others. Some people have lost um, not only loved ones, but you know, other people have lost, like there's just so much loss happening. Um, loss in social interaction, loss in jobs sometimes, loss in literal loved you know, human beings and uh, who, like people around you, like there's just so much loss and grief and 
it's a really messed up time that we have none of us have experienced before. And it's very unprecedented. Um, no one knows really what's happening for sure. Everything's changing all the time. And we've been through this for the last two years plus, and people seem to not include that when they start talking about themselves or how they're doing or judging their bodies or their mental health or um, the state of their career or, you know, the list goes on. And this, I related it back to what I talked about last week in my head with, I'd rather feel shame and guilt towards myself or disappointment in myself um, to have a sense of control rather than accept that things are outside of my control. And I think this very much applies in this context in the pandemic. And I think it's so important for us to remember that we have literally gone through something globally that has never happened in our lifetimes. Um, most of people who are listening right now, anyway, in this generation, I don't think has gone through anything similar. I think that's safe to say. Um, and when we talk about ourselves, we forget that we went through this very traumatic thing. Like it is traumatic to have your life completely um, shift and change and the unknown and there's a lot of fear and it's just not a quote-unquote normal or regular time and everyone's sitting here being like well not everybody I'm generalizing but the people I've talked to are sitting here being like I don't know why I'm not doing so well like something's wrong with me or you know I'm not I don't know why I can't get back into my routine with like my you know healthier eating habits or healthier these things um and like this is totally myself included I have literally said these words <laughs> either to myself my partner or my friends um and I forget and my friends forget hey, we've gone through this big, huge thing. Um, and not only just the pandemic, but in addition to the pandemic, we've gone through our, you know, regularly scheduled programming called life. And that's not easy on its own either. So we've gone through this pandemic, you layer on actual life happenings, you layer on like financial difficulties, family trouble, friendship issues, relationship issues, mental health with you know, anything, career, whatever, you layer all that stuff together and you have this, you know, for lack of a better term, a shit show of the last two years. And we're here being like, oh, I wonder, you know, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like whoever's listening, there's nothing wrong with you at all. You are responding exactly how humans are expected to respond in a situation like this. Um, future honey listening when you edit it, you as well. <laughs> I have to put that in for myself. Um, we are just so hard on ourselves and we forget and we'd rather feel that we have some kind of sense, a sense of control. And that is like the scariest thing for me to be like, I actually don't have control over anything. And I, this is something I've gone through and I just need to like, you know, go through it, whether the storm or whatever the, you know, saying is. That is so scary. That is absolutely terrifying. And I want to, so I consider myself an empowering person. I want to empower women. I want to empower those around me. I want to empower them with, I want to empower you with this podcast. I want to empower other people with information or support or, you know, anything. Empowerment is like my jam. And I'm like, you know, if I lose control, um, if I tell people that they don't have control, then am I 
am I like doing the opposite of empowering them? Disempowering? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the proper term for that is. Okay, I just Googled it. It is disempower. Disempower is a verb and it's to make a person or group less powerful or confident. So I'm sitting here being like, am I telling people that I should or like I am striving towards accepting that I don't have control, therefore disempowering myself? And I had this discussion with myself in my own brain multiple times this week. And I'm like, no, because that's not that's not it at all. And I'm like, hold on, let me like, I need to unpack this. Why am I equating losing power or no, losing control to losing power? Why does power equal control for me? Is empowering just meaning I need to control everything? Like me, and then I like started thinking about it even further. And I'm like, am I saying if I'm trying to empower someone, am I trying to give them more control? And I thought about it like, yes and no. Like we like to we like to tell people that you have control over your own life. However, that's not really the case. Control, I don't think is the right word. Um, control gives the sense that you can choose and plan and the more you plan and the more, you know, um, meticulous you are or more (laughs) organized you are in your thoughts, you can control the happenings in your life. But that's not the case at all. Life happens and life happens the way it happens no matter how much we plan and no matter how much we prepare. And that is the scary part of it. However, that doesn't mean that it's disempowering either. Um, I definitely, for myself, not for other people, for myself, like everything I see on this podcast is basically how I see myself and not what I would say to like a client in in sessions as a therapist, for example. Um, This is all like me unpacking me because it's very much like say it, do as I say, not as I do type of thing. So I'm trying to like unpack it in real time with you guys right now with you all not guys with you all i'm trying to work on that too more gender neutral anyway um gender inclusive anyway (laughs) getting on topic so i'm sitting here thinking am i saying that accepting that i don't have control means i do not i'm not empowered in my own life no that's not true so i think my conclusion when i came when i came to today I guess right now in this moment is empowerment does not necessarily mean control what it means is that the choice to change so for example this dance thing that I'm doing I'm on stage I'm performing my heart out I'm embracing my sexuality and being sexy on stage and dressing you know in a way that makes me feel comfortable and powerful and confident and all these things and other women on that stage as well and we hear these testimonials of these women coming to this experience and they use words like liberated they feel free they feel comfortable they feel confident and all these words none of them say control none of them say i feel in control and this is the same for um women that i talk to that have broken out of relationships um, that were not great for them, or um, friendships that weren't great for them, careers that weren't great, um, women and men, I guess. But it's not, it's never about a control, not never. Sometimes people say, I feel like I've taken control of my own life again. But what that really means is I've made the choice 
to choose what I want to do and to change something in my life. So when people usually say, I feel like I've regained control, they usually say that when they've switched something, whether that's a career move, a relationship status move, um, that kind of thing. So I actually don't think I equate empowerment. I don't think it's correct terminology. And I think terminology is really important because it's how we express and it's how we communicate with each other. So I think it's important to get that down because I think getting a mix up even in a certain term or having like an ambiguous term to even to ourselves can get confusing sometimes because I'm kind of like, yeah, I need to control my own life. Therefore, I'm empowered and I have power over what happens in my life. And it's like, that's not necessarily too true. I tried to plan my entire life. I got married. I bought a house. I got a cur- the career, the dogs, you know, all the, all the checks in the box of life. And I had planned it perfectly. And that's not what I that did, that's not what ended up making me happy it actually did the opposite and I'm now in a position where if 20 years or no 10 years ago me would have thought been like oh she's not she's taking time off work she has her master's but she's not you know in the job that she wanted to be originally she's divorced and she's living back at home with her parents like I would think of that being like, no, that's, that's terrible. You're a failure. But me in reality now, this is, I've been so much more happier. I've never been happier than I am now. And I've definitely getting more and more healthy now. So it's not about planning perfectly. It's not about executing that plan to the, (laughs) the year by this year, I'm going to do this by this year. I'm going to do this. It's not about that. What it's really about when people say I can take control of my own life is they can take charge of their own life and change what needs to be changed in order to make themselves happier, more comfortable, more at peace, that kind of thing. So yeah, if you are like me and you equate power and control, if you think those go hand in hand, feeling empowered means controlling. I urge you to think about why. Why why does that why do those words hang out with each other in your brain? Because for me, I'm trying to see what it is and what it really is for me is the power to change. No, not the power to control what happens, but the power to change. If I'm unhappy with something in my life right now, I have the power to change it. I don't have to go on living day to day in a certain way just because that's what's been planned or that's what society tells me is the right way to live or that's what society tells me is the proper step-by-step to to a fulfilled, fulfilled life. Like, no, if I don't like something, something is not fulfilling for me, something is not making, it's just not great, then I have the power to take charge and change things, whether that's my mindset, my actions, my habits, whatever. So in that being said, after that very, very long (laughs) breath of information, that's what's been on my mind this week. What does empowerment mean to you? What does control mean to you? And if you resonated with that episode last week of when I said that of feeling more comfortable feeling guilt and shame than accepting that some things will just be 
the way they are and life happens. What part about it is so scary? For me, I think being prepared, I my head, I think it helps me <laughs> prevent anxiety, like social anxiety, for example, if I'm going to a party, I like to know who's going to be there. If I'm going to an appointment, I like to know if there is parking. I think I said this in the last episode. I like to know if there is easy parking or if it's street parking or whatever. Like I like to be going early so I can, you know, make sure I'm not late or whatever. All these little things. Like, what does it mean for you? I'm so curious. I wish, sometimes I wish that this was just a phone call (laughs) and everyone could reply. Um, with voice messages or with texts Um, feel free to message me if you feel inclined to I would love to hear what it means for you what is empowerment what does it look like for you Um, and does it always does it doesn't mean control for you like that like it's the same as what I what it was for me I guess over two weeks ago Um, and if it is what kind of things do you like to take control of in your life and why why do you feel you need to take control of those things like I think these are all just important questions to ask ourselves there's no right answer there's no there's no wrong answer there's no right answer but I think it's important to be curious about how we think about certain things especially when the way we think about certain things can be detrimental to our self-worth our self-esteem the way we think about the world and ourselves in it I think it's important to talk about, which is why this podcast is called Unpacking Potato, because I want to unpack all those things with you. Um, Yeah, like I mentioned, none of this episode was really planned. So if you couldn't follow along, if it didn't make any sense, I understand. (laughs) Um, If you have any questions, if you would like any clarifications, always feel free to message me on Instagram. Um, I was saying this to someone earlier. I really love that my podcast is pretty like niche and small and I have like a a very very small um not very small like I love each and every one of you so much but I don't have like a million subscribers or like anything like that like I have my core 30 which still blows my mind that there's 30 of you I have my core people that listen every week and um that's like doable for me to respond to messages if you ever have any questions clarifications anything please feel free to message me on instagram that is where you will find me easiest and quickest um if you want to stay anonymous my google forms are still out there um someone asked me if they can um submit a google form document or like just message me on instagram for advice i would love to do that if you would like some sort of advice on something or if you would like my take on something i would love to give you my input um of course that goes without saying none of what i say is set in stone nothing i'll likely ask you more questions and leave you with more questions than answers but i would still love to do that um if that interests you feel free to write it in the google form or uh, message me or if you want to be anonymous you know whatever you get it but yeah i think that this is just, it's going to be an ongoing topic. I think this is something I will talk about again, but moral of the story is we went through a pandemic and we're going through life all at the same time. Please go easy on yourself. Like, please, 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 please. And I'm telling myself that as well. I will try to go easy on myself. Um, 
you know, it doesn't mean that we're not keeping ourselves accountable (laughs) at all. We're going to keep ourselves accountable for the goals that we want to meet and whatever it is that we want to do with our lives and days and things. But when it comes to the negative self-talk and, you know, shaming or guilting ourselves for whatever reason, let's just try to catch ourselves and just go a little bit, just a little bit easier. (laughs) As usual, if you're listening during the day, I hope you have a great day. If you're listening in the evening, I hope you have a very restful night of sleep and I will catch you next time. Bye. As usual, thank you to my partner Vince so much for the wonderful music. And this episode was brought to you by Potatoes Tater Tots specifically because Tater Tots are awesome. And that's why I call my listener Tater Tots because I'm the potato. And you are the small, adorable tater tots that are delicious. No, that's super weird. What am I saying? (laughs)